Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Once in a Lifetime, the podcast where we talk about bonkers, batshit, crazy <laughs> Lifetime movies. I'm Anne. And I'm Bridget. And this week we watched my favorite <laughs> Lifetime movie that I've ever seen in my life. Evil Doctor. Oh, Bridget. Bridget. If they could all be this amazing, I it just like so much stuff happens <laughs> and it's like crazy, crazier. What? What? <laughs> it's so insane. And I loved it. Like the first time I watched it, I. I almost wish Danny had watched it with me because <laughs> and he did actually come in towards the end parts of it. But by then I was like, I, I can't explain any of this to you. So I'm so sorry. <laughs> Don't have the time. But he was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> everything. Everything is going on. Oh, my God. Really good work, everyone. This was the best. There is just so much happening. The characters. So the writing was hilarious. Like I uh, into it, into it. They need to make a whole series. Oh wait, I guess they can't because she dies. <laughs> oh boy, did I already forget what happened? <laughs> Good thing I have my notes. Uh, so in 1975, there's a nurse working at a hospital. She was a nurse, right? Oh, I thought she just was pretending. Oh, maybe she was just pretending. Well, <laughs> no one seemed to give Told a you. fuck. <laughs> <laughs> she goes into the nursery. There's no one else there. Hangs no out way. in there for 10 minutes singing, not quietly. Nobody comes around. <laughs> and then she grabs what to me looked like a six month old <laughs> Asian boy. <laughs> Oh, I, I just knew that was not a newborn, like not even close to a newborn. That was a very healthy job. Oh, yeah. It but has been alive for a while. It looked like a little Asian boy, baby. And oh, my God, I didn't even notice that. Well, in the scene where we go to her office, she's got a nurse who's Asian. And I was like, oh, that's the baby. <laughs> because I was like... <laughs> How did that little Chinese baby grow up to be this white lady? <laughs> These are questions we'll never have no, answers. We to. won't. So she just like yanks this baby. She's like, You're coming with me, and I'm putting you in my giant bag. Oh no, first I'm gonna the, jab you. Yeah, she gave the baby a shot. Mm -hmm. So you know how you can give baby shots to immediately turn off their crying? Yeah, it happens <laughs> all the time. So she does that um, and then carries the baby to a car where a guy is waiting for her. Yeah, kind of a sleaze bag looking guy. And he's like, all right, baby, we're parents now. <laughs> we're a real family. It's like they're like Nicolas Cage and Holly Hunter and Raising <laughs> Arizona, but with without like <laughs> the endearing qualities that make them so fucking weird without an ounce of likability <laughs> oh boy so yeah they take off and they're home free everything is so great with them <laughs> it's 
going really well. Uh, so then we cut to present day and we see two women walking down the narrowest hallway I've ever oh seen God. in my life. They barely fit. And they're talking about like a TV show. Right? Yes. I so I thought she was an actress and he's a writer. Okay. They never then, really said what her role was because she was like, she, thanks for turning us under the script. Yeah, maybe she doesn't. Maybe she's not an actress because she does say when she has to go on bed rest that she can work from home. Mm-hmm. How could an actress work from home? <laughs> <laughs> she could be a voiceover. Actress. Oh, that is true. But that's a good point. That would have made her interesting. So <laughs> you don't want to give her any traits, any talents. <laughs> So yeah, they're walking and Aubrey, who is our main character, who's not an evil doctor. (laughs) (laughs) He's the good one. Aubrey opens the door to their agent or whoever she's walking with. And it's like, oh, I haven't told a single person yet, but here's our nursery. We're pregnant. Yes. We haven't said anything. (laughs) What does this fucking lady do? They walk back out to this giant group of people and she's like, our girl Aubrey is pregnant. Like Oprah announces it. First of all, that woman's acting was something (laughs) else. Yeah, it was not great. (laughs) But it was, I assumed in that first scene that they were like best friends. Right. Because why would you tell her otherwise? But if your best friend is the type of person who's like, yeah, no, no, I get it. It's a secret. And then they just like march back to the party and announce your business. That's not your friend. Well, and then we see Matt. So that's Aubrey's husband. He right after this is announced, he's talking with his like super hot coworker. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I thought you didn't want kids. And so I'm instantly like, oh, they're fucking each other. Mm-hmm. Like there's an affair going on there. There's not. There isn't. But instantly I was like, this guy is shady. Uh, you mean because she said, I thought you didn't want kids. And he doesn't say like, oh, you know, I changed my mind or whatever. He says, well, that's what Aubrey wants. So mm-hmm. you know. she gets what she wants. Piece of shit. Yeah, this whole movie, he's a fucking asshole. Um, and then um what what's her name? Their age? I don't even know what her name is. I have no idea what that woman. I've watched this twice, but yes, she um she's like, okay, great, you're pregnant. Thank you. I slammed my foot into the wall right before we recorded started recording, and I think I broke my toe. So Danny mm. just brought me ice, everyone, because <laughs> he's such a good. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, so she's like, okay, you're pregnant. You have got to go to my. OB, you've got to. She's just you the best. Have to. Do you know what? Um, I've seen Rosemary's baby. I'm not going like anyone who is like, I don't care who you're going to, you're gonna start going to my doctor. <laughs> Get fucked. I'm going to the doctor I want to go to, especially when it comes to my fucking baby. Like, well, sh- and people can tell you to do whatever they want, but why did Aubrey say yes? I don't know. She had been with Dr. Flickman for a while. Boy, that guy. (laughs) We do get to meet him later. Yes. So she does end up somehow getting 
uh, to score this appointment with Dr. Mm-hmm. What's her name? Branson? Is that her last name? Oh, shit. We'll call her Dr. Yeah. Natalie. I just wrote Natalie in all my notes. Yeah, Branson sounds right. Okay. So they get an appointment and Matt kind of runs into hot Dr. Natalie in the hallway, not knowing that she's going to be their doctor. And she is like, ooh, hey, baby, like you're a she's cutie. Like, you remind me of someone. You look like somebody. Yeah, she's really pretty. She looks like Michelle Pfeiffer kind of to me. Like, I thought she was very, very pretty. She's been in, like, some big movies. I don't remember what they are. One of them, I think, is Saw. I looked at her IMDb, but then immediately forgot everything. Mm. So she's, like, been in bigger stuff. I did think her hair was a problem. It was, like, they just teased it too much to give it all that volume. And then it got really, like, ratty. Yeah. It did. I thought I, I liked it. Preference. I mean, that's kind of how I roll, though. I like just have a lot of wild, crazy, <laughs> ratty hair. <laughs> no one that's... has ever said that. <laughs> um, so <laughs> they're having this appointment and she meets Aubrey. Da, da, da. Natalie, Dr. Natalie is giving Matt the eyes the whole time. She's like, Oh, I know who you remind me of. My dad. And I want to fuck you. (laughs) It's weird. Yeah. It's weird. There's a lot of weird daddy shit in this movie. But can we also... I don't know if it's too early to bring this up. Talk about... All right. That they keep saying that Eric looks at... Not Eric. What's his name? Matt. Matt. Who's Eric? (laughs) Looks exactly like her dad. Like her dad? No, no, he, he doesn't. No, he didn't. They're played by two different actors. If you want him to look exactly like Matt, then just put him in a beard. A beard or something like that and long hair. You can't say someone looks exactly like someone else when they don't look anything alike. No, no. And we they have didn't even eyeballs. even look similar. No, it was made me very upset. Yeah, it was. It, it was. It was annoying. So we get this flashback of Natalie's youth. Um, while she's taking a little jog, she, what was she, eight years old? And the cops tracked yeah, her down. Nine. They tracked down her kidnapping parents and they shoot the mom. Mm-hmm. And then we don't find this out in this mm-hmm. flashback, but we do find out later on that her dad was getting arrested, kind of was able to get loose took a gun and killed himself in front of her directly in front of her. Yeah. And then they're like, well, here are your real parents. Bye. (laughs) Yes. And as do we learn here about her real parents or no, no, no. this was just when we learned her mom died. Okay. Um, Oh, I just wanted to mention that the bed in her exam room has like 17 pillows on it and no syrups. It was just a bed in that scene. I did not even notice. But later we see a real exam table slash chair with the stirrups and everything. Hmm. Like, so why didn't they do that? I thought that was strange. I don't know. I didn't notice. That's weird. And I mean, obviously, like this woman is crazy, but she seems to be a very skilled OBGYN. Right. I mean, like her house is huge and... 
she delivers babies and like this fucking Hollywood agent or whoever she was loves her and goes to her. She's booked up. Right. She was allegedly not taking any new patients. So she must be good at her job. And then what? This just set her off. Like she saw a guy that she thought looked like her dad. Great. And she couldn't get pregnant. Well, yeah. So we do (laughs) see her in the bathroom at work and she's just yelling to herself. Yeah. Like, God damn it. And a nurse (laughs) walks by because there's a fridge right next to the bathroom. The best place to keep food. And she's like, what's wrong? And they have this whole conversation while her boss is on the toilet. Yeah. And she's like, why don't you just try it the old fashioned way? You know, with a man. Girl, your boss is an OBGYN. I'm pretty sure she's well versed in all of the different ways one can get pregnant. (laughs) And also don't tell your boss to get fucked literally <laughs> like that's not a good idea <laughs> oh this part we're at aubrey and matt's house and Aub- they're in the baby's nursery yes and aubrey's like oh this crib that you put together looks so nice i love it here in this baby's room blah 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 and matt making it all about him goes it's a piece of crap, just like the TV show I'm working. Like, get fucked, man. Your yeah. wife is trying to, like, connect with you over having a baby. And all you can do is whine about your stupid TV show. All mm. he does ever is complain about how much he hates writing on this show. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, I did not care for. I didn't either. I mean, yay for having a TV show with an all Asian cast big time boo that it's called family fun P H U N. Yeah. And also not good that he's the only writer on it. Apparently do you not have Asian writers working? I know. Like you have a consult, you have a pregnancy consultant for this show. For a tiny little story arc. Right, but you don't have... (laughs) You don't have any any Asian people. (laughs) Cool. All right. You don't have any, like, actual Asian consultants Mm -mm. on the show? Why would we... Hmm, that's a weird question. Why would we want that? Why would we need that? So while they're sitting there and he's whining about his stupid life that he hates so much, (laughs) um, Aubrey gets a call from Natalie on her phone. And Natalie's like, oh, you got to come back in tomorrow to retake a test. It was just inconclusive. Mm-hmm. No worries, but just come back in and take it. So she goes back to the office in the morning. And what does Natalie do? She's redoing her pap. She sticks a pill up in that business. Yeah. What? I don't know. I was horrified. Yeah, so was I. So was I. Now, this pill didn't, I I don't know really what it was. I mean, it just Mm -hmm. triggered some bleeding, it seemed Mm -hmm. like. Um, So she would basically have to put her on bed rest. Like, whole plan. Um, And make sure she doesn't have sex. mm Mm-hmm. Yep. So, but they, I mean before she knows that she's bleeding, they do bang and she starts bleeding. 
and she's freaking out. And so mm-hmm. they go back and yeah, Natalie's like, oh, you have an incompetent cervix. <laughs> you can't have sex. <laughs> like, can we come up with a better name for that? Yeah. Please? And then she's like, no orgasms. Well, at least for Aubrey and Matt instantly was like, yeah, that's no problem. Like, yeah, obviously that's no problem for you. You dick. Like, yeah, yep, I don't yep. think you gave a fuck about her orgasms beforehand. I don't think you're giving a fuck about him now. Um, so later oh, that the- night they're watching Wait. like the, prim- uh, Oh, this is where we get the flashback though. <laughs> so she's to her biological parents <laughs> while she's out for a yog. This was the first time in this movie I literally gasped because I couldn't believe what happened. She's having a flashback while she's running um, of her real parents fighting and then her bio dad walking into her bedroom. and Because he's like, he was complaining to his wife that he wanted some and his wife's like, get off me. And he's like, you never let me touch you anymore. And then, I didn't even hear any of yeah, that. yeah. So then he goes into his daughter's room Ugh. and Gross. rapes her, and that that's an ongoing thing for like her whole life. For, yes, that is insane. Um, but so as she's running, a man approaches her and asks her for some money. She kicks the shit she out just, of this old man. She does. He's like this homeless guy just like digging for bottles in the trash. Literally just like, do you have any spare change you can give me, nice young lady? Yeah. Like, And she's just like, get fucked. <laughs> she knocks him out and like shoves him into trash cans. It's very, very upsetting. Yeah, she is not she's not well she's not well <laughs> and now I get back home and she is displaying aubrey's ultrasound pictures mm-hmm. as her own she's just crossed off aubrey's name and written her name over it don't you think as the doctor you'd be able to like just type she does a earlier a different name on it because I was going to say, we forgot to mention that she takes Aubrey's name and puts it on the sonogram of another patient so yeah. that you can actually show her her incompetent cervix. Mm-hmm. She doesn't really have it. Her, incom- her incompetence is not related to her cervix. Is that what I wanted to say? No, the only incompetence is her in her life is her fucking idiot husband. Yes. Um, yeah, so she's already gone like beyond our ruthless realtor friend <laughs> like she's doing even weirder stuff she stalks Matt at work and then follows him to the gym to the gym and just kind of is like oh hey fancy running into you here how crazy and then she's just you know obviously chit-chatting him up trying to be all like Dr. Natalie, all <laughs> sexy and like, mm-hmm. oh, well, relationships change when, you know, your wife is right. pregnant. And then we find out that Aubrey, like, tricked him into getting pregnant. She went off her birth control. Oh, what 
is happening to me? <laughs> I missed a lot and I want this to <laughs> Yeah, he says something like, yeah, well, oh, God, I forget how she asks it, but like, oh, but isn't this what you want? Or something like that. And he was like, mm-hmm. well, that's what Aubrey wanted. And that's why she went off her birth control without telling me or oh. something like that. Like there's something where he was tricked into it. Yeah. Um, he loves complaining about everything. He also complains that he doesn't like working out and he only does it because Aubrey said he can't have a writer's belly. Please, can I have a writer's belly? <laughs> <laughs> Aubrey's always on my butt, molding me in my writer's belly. But she doesn't seem like the type of person who would ever say that to her husband. So I didn't find that very believable. Yeah, it's probably not. It's probably not. Um, and then he comes home. <laughs> And Aubrey's sister has moved in. <laughs> I love her. Janelle. I actually kept writing her name as Jacqueline. So if I do call her Jacqueline at okay. some point, that's who I'm referring to Janelle. But um, Janelle and Matt hate each other. We don't know why, but no idea oh why. man, Janelle just like he walks in the door and she's just like, oh, this fucking piece of shit that my sister married. I have to see this face every fucking day. Like, he hates him so much. I love yeah. it. Um, she. I wrote down that she was cleaning with a dollar store cleaner because she's cleaning with like totally awesome. But he does <laughs> yell at her later that she's using grout cleaner like, on is the there wood even table. A thing is grout clean. I didn't know you could like there was special grout cleaner. I didn't either, but I'm sure it wasn't the first thing in the cupboard, even if it does exist, that she's like, and the grout. Right, like, wouldn't, like, the Mrs. Myers all-purpose spray yeah. be right there that you <laughs> use all the time? It's so weird. <laughs> um, he, he hires Natalie as a pregnancy consultant for the show. I don't understand, like, why well and she texts him too after the gym hey it was great running into first off how do you have my fucking number in your personal cell phone yeah and like that's extremely not cool to do that like i don't know hey guys i mean she's a lot don't uh don't think that it's normal for your partner to be chit-chatting with your OBGYN after hours after they were chit-chatting at the gym not good no bueno oh yeah so when she does text him he's he says I have something to ask you I'll can I call you tomorrow or something? oh yeah I am Gross, free guys. for you anytime as that's right Blah. Blah. <laughs> So she goes to have a meeting with Matt in his office and she straight up is like, we should have an affair before you have this baby. Yeah. What? It is wild. She is touching him so much. She's so close to him. Like She's so brave then. Truly. Well, and then uh, what's her name? Vicky? His friend, mm-hmm. Vicky, like, just busts in. Like, 
doesn't knock, busts in and basically catches them like right about to do something. And she doesn't seem to like be weirded out by it. Mm -hmm. Whereas it, I don't know if I would, I'd be like, what the fuck were you doing? You're my best friend and you're married to a pregnant lady. You better keep six feet apart here. (laughs) I got the sense that she didn't really like Aubrey either. Oh. Like she and Matt both hate Aubrey, but Matt accidentally married her. Oh man. I mean, Aubrey seems pretty sweet. I don't understand why everyone hates Aubrey. <laughs> For her really agent nice. or whoever's absolutely insane. Yeah, she seems really nice. Um Natalie just stops by their house and gives them a Bluetooth speaker that mm. guess what? is a fucking camera and she puts it right on the nightstand so it can see their entire bed Ooh. how many movies now have we watched where a lot it honestly makes me be like i don't ever want to stay in anybody else's house <laughs> please no ever i'm scared cameras are so easy me. to set up why you don't need to see this i don't want to see this <laughs> leave us alone leave me alone um yeah so when natalie comes into the room aubrey is like looking outside at who i guess is their neighbor Mm -hmm. he's got his shirt off and then when natalie comes in and they're like after she gives her the gift she's like oh i see you were checking out your neighbor Mm." and gets so close to aubrey is like whispering in her ear yeah um and just like it was a lot well and then she kind of like turns on her and says like she's talking about matt or something or like no a what a pregnant wife or a wife needing to know it's important for a woman to know her role in the relationship Especially yeah. when there are so many options. Oh, like, again, get... I missed this. Yeah, she like whispered it in her ear and then like kissed her on the cheek and was like, okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, the lines I wrote down were that um, they were saying Matt wants more reality, less fluff. And Natalie goes, well, I'm glad I can give him what he wants. Yeah. She's oh, so nasty. You. I'd be like, you're fired. I'm going back to Dr. Finkelman or whatever. (laughs) No idea. (laughs) Not a name that exists. So Natalie's at her house that night watching her, you know, filming of Matt and Aubrey. Mm -hmm. And then we see she just has a rattlesnake (laughs) chilling out in her room next to her bed. She's doing like for so long. She goes like, it's okay baby you're all right it was like two solid minutes of her shushing the snake why oh boy so she also has a book oh yeah that she got in the mail she got yeah she got a book in the mail and it's it like um what is it inscribed inscribed thank you um to kara and so we're like, oh, hmm, Kara's probably 
her old identity. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a picture in there and there's a phone number for a doctor. Yeah, and it says like, don't forget who you are or mm-hmm. remember who you are. Something. I guess that means it's the same thing. <laughs> but she just tosses it. She's like, I don't want this mm-hmm. in my house. I'm getting rid of it. Aubrey that night. <gasps> Has the second time I sex dream about Natalie in the exam room. It was so weird. I was like, "This is like pregnant lesbian softcore porn." Yes. It was weird. It was I was unsettling in a lifetime movie. I was shocked at Me too. the sex in this movie. Like, I felt like such a prude, but I was like, "This is." <laughs> like they're showing a dude like going down i mean as much as they can right but like i mean jesus I, can you imagine can you imagine like even 1990s lifetime they would never never would they, they would show never. a doctor putting a glove on and then like many fingers going toward another woman like i know I was like, Wait, what? It was insane. It was insane. I couldn't believe it. It it came out of nowhere. It did. And I was like, what is happening here? And then Aubrey <laughs> wakes up like, what the fuck? <laughs> What's yeah. I just thinking about? <laughs> Brain, what? God damn it. It was just so, so, so weird. So then the next day, <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know how long this goes. Like, <laughs> It just jumps all over time here. Matt and Natalie are meeting in a parking garage because Natalie says she had to meet with him because she has ideas. Who knows? There's some fucking weird old lady just (laughs) watching them in the parking lot. I so I when she was watching them, she is so scandalized. I thought it was going to be Aubrey's mom. Same. Yeah, because they make her seem like she's excited to see Matt. Right. But after so Natalie just like is grinding up on Matt. She puts his hands on her flat her little butt, butt and then moves him up to her boobs uh-huh. and is like making him like squeeze her boobs. <laughs> and, yeah. And that and a parking structure. Oh, a sight to behold. She was so <laughs> horrified. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> so we find out it's not Matt's mom or Aubrey's mom. It's Natalie's biological mother. Mm-hmm. And they're in the elevator together. And Natalie just looks at her and says, what are you doing here? <laughs> she's like, your father died a week ago. <laughs> And then she's like, what are you doing with that man? He looks just like the man who kidnapped you or whatever. Or that ma she calls him like a mongrel. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, he doesn't look anything like him, but okay. No. No, and she's like, How much do I have to pay you to stay out of my life, you crazy old bitch? Mm-hmm. But obviously, I mean, clearly this this mom is fucked up too, because she I mean, Natalie was right. Like, she was like, you fucking like let this guy molest me for 10 years Mm -hmm. and you're still not doing what you should be doing to like acknowledge it. Right. Yeah. That lady sucked 
for sure. So Natalie deserve what happens next. (laughs) (laughs) She goes to our hotel room to take a bath and unwind. It was stressful seeing Natalie again. Yeah, always is. Natalie has a key card somehow to the hotel room. Oh, I thought the mom gave it to her. Oh, you're right. You're right. Duh, duh, can duh. we not do that? Just tell people where you're staying. Or Don't like give them make your a... key card. Yeah, right. Or like meet somewhere public. So Natalie comes in wearing the exact same outfit that Courtney Thorne Smith wore <laughs> in that one movie. I could never commit a crime because I don't have a black baseball hat. <laughs> no. And is it a turtleneck? Don't I need a turtleneck too? I'll never wear hoodie. I'll never wear a turtleneck. So I guess I can't ever break in somewhere. That's unfortunate. Maybe you can make put it. Can you do a scarf instead? Ooh, maybe I could like a fancy little ascot Mm -hmm. (laughs) tied off to the side. (laughs) Now we're talking. So she busts in the bathroom and straight up kills her mom, drowns her in the tub, and then. We don't see her do this, but we find out later that she stages the scene to make it look like her mom killed herself. Mm-hmm. Um, boy, oh boy, the cops in this movie are idiots. <laughs> 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 but anyway, uh, we hear that the network is not really digging this new storyline for the show. Which, what, from what I understood, was... That they, this woman and her family own this restaurant and that was like her dream. Mm -hmm. And then just when she gets the thing she always wanted, she gets pregnant and boy, oh boy, isn't that going to muck it all up? Yeah. Yeah. That is a stupid plot line. Yeah. And he's like, guys, I promise this is going to be like the best, the best writing TV. And what ends up happening in this season of this show would never have been approved by producers or whoever. Can you imagine like modern years. family like being like, well, Julie, Julie Bowen, you're <laughs> Sorry, gonna you're gonna die. You're gonna, you're gonna die in childbirth. <laughs> I mean, on a family sitcom. On a family sitcom. No, there's no way. It. Sorry to go off on that tangent. No, there's yeah. absolutely no way. So she um, she tells Matt to come over and, you know, he's such an idiot because he does. Yes. He knows what she's trying to do. And that's why he goes he, over, because he's a fucking man. He knows exactly what she's doing, especially um, when he gets to the front door and she doesn't answer. Instead, there's a card that's like, I'm upstairs, last bedroom on the left. Yeah, just turn around and walk out that door, my friend. And then he's like, well, gee, I, I wonder where she is. I better go find her. Better walk oh, up all these did. stairs in this giant house this lady lives in. So, um, uh, yikes. She, ba- I mean, she has like a sex room. Mm-hmm. And but that's instead of like is. a sex swing, she has an exam mm-hmm. chair table with stirrups. Yep. Yep. Yikes. And Matt is like, okay. <laughs> let's, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. let's do this, baby. <laughs> yeah, he has so the he worst was- tattoos, too. Oh my God. When she like ripped his shirt off, I was like, I wrote, what? if these aren't fake, 
they are the worst tattoos I've ever seen. Oh, I think they're real because I feel like if they were fake ones, they would have put more effort into making them look not shit. Awful. One of them, was it like the the man? I mean, yes, but he almost looked like he had like like tufts of fur. Yeah. I just thought someone was like scribbling outside the lines. Because <laughs> so that's what it bad. looked like. What is that called? You know what I'm talking about? The-, the Da Vinci, the something of man, whatever, you know, the thing, the, <laughs> the guy. Da Vinci of man. You guys know what we're talking the about. The stretching guy. <laughs> <laughs> the stretch arm strong of man. <laughs> oh, we are culture. <laughs> so he goes down on her yeah oh right we already said that and then i mean they fuck yeah they they have to fuck because they end up in the bed that's true that's true he wakes up in the bed later um and sees the snake going what does it do (laughs) just that you got it right that's exactly what they do so at the same time that he's waking up natalie's going to answer the door and the cops are there telling her so sorry but your mother killed herself last night she's like are you sure it was a suicide and the cops are like oh yeah for sure a hundred percent they're so certain I mean, she tied the towel to the doorknob. What else? Uh, who would what are you do gonna, that? <laughs> you know, what are you going to do? Examine the body. <laughs> so she turns around after they leave and Matt's like, everything okay? And she's like, oh yeah, a patient killed herself. <laughs> you know, Tuesday. I She's always have so casual about it. Well, and it. if it was a patient... Like chances are it's a pregnant patient. You're an OBGYN. Like that's a great point. And he more alarmed. At least shows some humanity where he's like, Oh my god, I'm so sorry. And she's like, Oh, actually, I don't care. Let's fuck. Yeah, she's like, I need to go down on you now. Yeah. <laughs> In the hallway. And he's like scoreboard. And he's like, like, I gotta go. And she's like, yeah, but you're not going to though, and he doesn't. Does he? He does not go. <laughs> oh boy! So he gets home, immediately gets in the shower, doesn't even say hi to Aubrey, and of course she's like, "Why that's the fuck weird. did you just immediately get yeah. in the shower?" Because he calls weird. him out on it a few times. Yes, and he still just lies, and she, I guess chooses to believe him yeah she does but i think it's always there with her oh yeah um natalie calls matt the next day i get later i don't know and he was like it's not happening again that wasn't me Mm -hmm. and it's not happening again and she's like okay we'll we'll see about (laughs) that but funny has anyone ever told you you're very funny um, oh, I also wanted to say Aubrey is now very pregnant. Yes. Yes. She went from being just pregnant. Not showing at all. 
just finding out and i thought maybe two weeks had passed and she's like seven months pregnant yeah she's very close i don't know the timeline at all in this movie it doesn't make sense and they had i mean so in all that time they really only fucked once i doubt it come on yeah no way she's insatiable um Natalie is eavesdropping via her Bluetooth speaker mm-hmm. on a conversation that Aubrey and their agent um, are having. And she heard that Aubrey I wants- brought cupcakes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So she's like, I'm such a cow. Ugh. Yeah. I mean, what are you supposed to do? You're fucking pregnant and on bed rest. You better be a cow. Like, God yeah, damn it. Except. You're- Live your life. You apparently live in Hollywood. Enjoy being able to just gain as much weight as you need to gain. Because mm-hmm. living in Hollywood, you're not able to do that. Like, goddamn. Take advantage. Take advantage. Um, so she finds out that they want to name the baby Theodore after Aubrey's grandpapa. What? Yeah. I thought she said that Theodore was what she named the baby that she lost and never told Matt about. What? (laughs) I thought she was going to name this baby Theodore after her grandpa. Oh, so did she name the first baby after her grandpa? Wow. Wow. (laughs) Well, that explains why the reaction at the bait. I was like, why is she so so it's like she's just mad that she apparently put the name that she. Okay, got it. That page of the paper that Natalie actually has says like Jack and Ashley. That makes way more sense. Put your glasses on (laughs) for real. I did get them back. I got them back from Emma this weekend after months of them being at her house. I finally got them back. Thanks. Fucking God. Okay, you're right. Okay. So that whole conversation with her agent or whatever is about how she's like blaming herself because she had this miscarriage. She is acting like it's the biggest, most shameful secret in the whole world. It's so crazy. I thought she was going to say she like secretly had an abortion. Yeah, so did I. Which still is fine. But hey, guess what? Like most women have a miscarriage at some point like you know I was like wait what why is this the most intense shameful secret secret you can carry with you no girl it's not you need some support like be open about that shit um so yeah so she tells the agent I named him Theodore whatever so the next day, Natalie is following Matt in his car uh-huh. and calls him. And he says, are you following me? And she says, I own you. <laughs> That's like, what? And then she just hangs up the phone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then she pulls up next to him and is like, love to chat. Like they're driving <laughs> fast. Yes. Yes. Love to chat, but I have a baby shower to get through and get to. And it doesn't. It doesn't strike him that she's talking about Aubrey's baby shower. He like is too dumb. Is still shocked when she pulls up that like 
I would have gotten what she was saying as soon as she said baby shower. I'd been like, bitch, you better not be coming to my house. No, no. (laughs) But she does. Oh, she does. Mm -hmm. Her and Matt pull up and Janelle is making out with the neighbor boy, the hot Mm -hmm. neighbor boy. Great job, Janelle. Yeah. So she's kind of like seeing what's going on and she can see there's a lot of tension between Matt and Natalie. Mm -hmm. He's like, what the fuck are you doing at my house for my wife's baby shower? Blah, blah, blah. And Janelle is just soaking it all in. She is just like, oh, I'm watching you, Matt. I am watching you. You piece of shit. Oh, and then. Oh, sorry. No, you You can tell she's like giving eyes to Natalie, like the whole baby shower watching her. Mm -hmm. And then she sees her talking with Vicky, Matt's friend. And she's like, oh, and at first I was like, why is she seeming so pissed? I thought it was because she was like, God damn it. This woman is like charming everyone. But and that's kind of what it was, but because she had to know that Vicky was gay and that she was like getting wrapped into it somehow. Oh, I, I don't know. It, but yeah. She just seemed really, really pissed and like upset when she saw her talking to Vicky. Like, oh, God, like. Yeah, I don't know, because she's with. Vicky later when Janelle confronts them, but I don't I don't know. That is interesting. I didn't really notice that. Hmm. Well, Natalie is talking to Vicky and the. I don't know. She must not be an agent. She has to be like a producer for the TV show. The other lady. I don't know. Whatever. She's talking about her ideas for the show. Like we talked about how the mom would die <laughs> in an emergency C-section. And they don't think she's being serious at all. No. They like laugh her off because she says, well, Matt can just easily find a replacement mother. Yeah. And they're like, uh, you're funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now is the name the baby baby the baby name game. Okay, I just want to interject and say that um, the agent's name is. Oops, I went to her real name. Her real name is Tara. Her name is Megan, and it says parentheses television exec. So that's her. Okay. Job. Wow, her so name's Megan? I never would have no thought Megan. They must not have said it ever. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not on our phone. So they're not popping like Aubrey has written down the boy name and the girl name mm-hmm. that she wants on a piece of paper, and it's in one of these balloons that everyone's popping, and everyone mm-hmm. has to read the names out. So Natalie. Her paper said what? Her paper said Jack and Ashley. Or something but she like that. said, I only have one name, Theodore. And now it all makes so much sense to me. Like, huh. I mean, that's really fucking bitchy. So Aubrey gets up and is like, I need a minute. So this is where Janelle confronts Natalie. <laughs> She's walking outside with Vicky and Janelle comes up and says, I know you're having an affair with my brother-in-law. Like, this is not okay. Um, <laughs> Natalie's like, well, first of all, that would be wildly inappropriate. And second, 
I'm not attracted to people like him or something. Um, and then she says, I don't remember what anybody else says, but she goes, not possible because putting sunglasses on, I'm a lesbian, dear. And then this like 2007 <laughs> rock music starts playing. It was like from CSI with David yeah. Caruso. <laughs> throws on the shades and they they show vicky's face and she's like raising an eyebrow like oh yeah vicky's like a lesbian you say (laughs) yeah lesbian friends (laughs) oh boy (laughs) um she natalie sends matt footage Mm. that she recorded when they were together. Yes. And he <laughs> loses his mind. He does not handle this well. <laughs> I thought it was so funny, though. Like, you have a lot of fucking nerve, guy. you be <laughs> like, how dare you record a video of me while we were having sex? Like, you left out a big chunk while we were having sex while I'm married to my pregnant wife. Like... <laughs> You're yeah. also a fucking skis ball man. Yeah, you're just skeezing, out skeezing each other. Just so gross. He goes to Natalie's house the next day and like tells her off and followed already- in hot pursuit by Janelle, unbeknownst yes. to him. Who she later describes um finding the book in the trash. But I guess the trash had been raided by raccoons because it was just on the ground (laughs) there was no trash they apparently don't use garbage bags they just throw it all in a can um so matt leaves there in a huff oh my god but when when she goes i swear to god this isn't every one of these fucking lifetime movies and every time it's like yes she's like what are you gonna do change doctors yes possible yes change doctors yeah. yes that's exactly what you do it go makes... back to being bingo finger man. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> i meant to say doctor <laughs> fling binger <or> something <laughs> Oh no, I broke. I'm having a Moira Rose moment. Oh boy. Her blurbling. So after he leaves, Janelle just like walks out into the open and makes eye contact with Natalie. Natalie says nothing. Not like, why the fuck are you here? Get off my property. Who are you? Why do you have my trash in your hand? <laughs> Nothing. No, they it's so awkward. It's very, very strange. Very strange. Oh, boy. Um, now, Natalie goes to Matt's office to see him, but Matt is like, I'm done with this crazy bitch. And his reception. <laughs> he runs and hides. His receptionist. He's like, I'm not here. Tell whoever I'm not here. And so Natalie comes in and is like, I'm here to see Matt. And his receptionist is like, no, you're not. He's fucking. She takes her job very <laughs> seriously. 
Well, um, tell him I'll be waiting for him. She's like, I'll tell him when I fucking see him when he comes back in the office. I loved her. I was honestly shocked that she didn't die because that seems like a person that would die in a lifetime. She's the one who gave her like the most attitude. (laughs) (laughs) We all know whoever gives the most attitude dies. Well, I mean, people who are relatively not assholes to her, like get, you know, like a little homeless man gets fucking down in the alley. Um. So she gets booted kind of out of Matt's office and is leaving, but then runs into Vicky and is like, oh, ho, ho, here's how I can sink my little claws further into this situation. Yeah. And then so her and Vicky are totally hooking up. All sexy in the bathtub again. With rose petals. Risque. In the middle of the day, the, the t- middle the, of the day, the daytime of this, the time of this movie was so weird because there were scenes where like Aubrey and Matt were like laying in bed, like it was bedtime, but it looked like from the sun, <laughs> it was like five o'clock in the afternoon. It, it was none very- of it made any sense. <laughs> so they're just getting drunk and fucking each other in the bathtub, which sounds fun. Great. Um, we learned that. Midwives used to only be midwives if they had their own child. So they weren't tempted to steal the baby that they just delivered. Strange. <laughs> Are you foreshadowing that. for us much, Natalie? <laughs> right. Um, they have some like weird discussions while they're making out. Natalie says, do you think Matt would make a good father? And instead of being like, what the actual fuck are you talking about? <laughs> She's yeah. just like, I'm not thinking about that right now. Yeah. And okay. then Vicky is like, do you want to have a baby on our first date? And Natalie's like, not tonight. Okay, obviously that's a deflection. Yes. And then Vicky's like, no, but I, I really need to know. Girl, it is your first date. Chill out. It's so strange. But then Natalie gets pissed. Okay, yeah, the reaction to this is wildly overblown. And also, like, you can have a baby without giving birth. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. It was just a weird reaction. She got pissed. I don't want pity. Ah. Yeah, and then she's like, why are you here? You're just here because you think I'm sleeping with Matt and that turns you on. That's some wild logic, first of all. (laughs) And then she's like, well, what do you think about this? (laughs) Turns on her television and it's the video of her and Matt. And Vicky goes, that's disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) I just think that's a really funny thing to say. (laughs) That is so fucking gross. (laughs) You make me sick. And then Natalie takes a gun and just shoots Vicky <laughs> 8 billion times <laughs> why with no blood in the water like but she why would why why what is the point I don't know it makes no sense to kill her it was so crazy it was so funny. I mean she really was trying to kill like everybody around these people 
she tried to kill Janelle too later at the hospital. It just felt like a weird like I don't know. Some of us who cannot have children are actually okay with it. Like yeah. we're not like I'm going to get so mad that I'm going to murder someone who brought it up. Right. Like mind right. your own business everyone, but it is a wild indictment of women to be like this will ruin your life. I know. It's crazy. And then we get to Natalie at the police station, which is a whole other this? movie. It was basic instinct. It was basic instinct. But like, didn't they literally rip some of the dialogue off of basic instinct? Yes. I mean, they like, like did a thesaurus search and chose the less intelligent sounding <laughs> words, but it was basically the same thing. It was so ridiculous. It was so I couldn't dumb. I so- also before she's in the interrogation room she sends matt or leaves him a voicemail saying your best friend is dead which he never sorry if you just heard my stomach gurgle <laughs> super I loud thought it was mine. <laughs> um he's the last one to find out i and when I watched it the second time, I thought maybe she hung up before she could leave the message for him on the voicemail and then just set it to like oh. blank air, kind of like, well, get fucked. Like, you know, that's interesting because I, he walks into a room yeah. with like every employee in the building standing there. Yeah. <laughs> His secretary's like, and then he goes, he I goes, what happened? Did we get canceled? <laughs> <laughs> Always about you, Matt. <laughs> God. Jesus Christ. So Aubrey is at her appointment and Natalie was like, oh yeah, I talked to the police because apparently I was the last person with Vicky. And Aubrey's like, what? And then at the same time, somebody, (laughs) we don't know who, somebody calls Matt to be like, hey, I saw Vicky and Natalie in the parking lot the day Vicky died together. But we don't get to hear him say it. We get to hear Matt go like, you saw her when? With who? Of course no, I, I didn't know. tell the police. <laughs> this is the first I'm hearing about. <laughs> now, I do think this is really funny because it seemed like that was the first and only time that Natalie and Janelle hooked up. And they went from the studio to Natalie's Natalie house. and Vicky. Yeah, what did I say? Janelle. Oops, sorry, Janelle. Janelle has nothing to do with this. Um, but they say that Natalie was the last person who called her, who called Vicky, or Vicky was called her last or whatever. Mm-hmm. Have they ever have spoken on the phone? I thought she said that her GPS was the last one. I thought that was what it was. Hmm. That her GPS, her Natalie's address was the last one that was in her GPS, in Vicky's GPS. Okay. But maybe there were phone. I don't know. I don't know. That's weird. It doesn't matter. I don't know. It, why. I mean, it doesn't. This movie makes <laughs> makes no sense. Um, Janelle and Aubrey meet and have lunch, mm-hmm. and. Janelle gives Aubrey the book that she found in the garbage at Natalie's, which is a guide for dealing with childhood trauma. 
and they call the doctor's number that is in the book. And Aubrey goes, hi, I'm calling to talk about Kara or her mom. And the doctor instantly is like, I don't talk about Kara. like he what? What? And then he starts talking about Stockholm. Call the doctor's office and go, hi, I'm calling to talk about Anne. (laughs) And they instantly know which Anne. Like, what? Oh, God. Yeah, but he's like, I don't talk about Kara anymore. And there's plenty to read online about the kidnapping and Stockholm Syndrome. So they're like, what the fuck? Deep dive, deep dive, (laughs) deep dive, baby. Here we go. And then cut to the internet being down at Natalie's office. <laughs> Why? I don't Did know. she? Maybe I'll remember later. But I don't understand why that mattered. Um, Matt again shows up at Natalie's house because he's kind of figured out that she had something to do with Vicky's death because that one yeah. guy on the crew saw them together. <laughs> um so he again this happens i feel like in every movie where people are dying someone goes to confront the murderer by themselves yeah and then they get hit in the neck with a fucking syringe (laughs) this happens several times people yes yes oh Um, also when janelle and aubrey were having lunch janelle dropped the bomb too about how she thinks matt and natalie are having an affair to aubrey mm -hmm. And then Aubrey goes into labor. She gets so stressed out with that news that she goes Mm -hmm. into labor early. So really, Matt, you couldn't have fucked up anymore if you tried. Yeah. So Matt is like drugged in the neck, laying on the floor. Lying on the floor. (laughs) Lying on the floor. I'm drugged (laughs) in the neck. So his phone rings. Natalie answers it. Is like, oh yeah, this is just Matt's assistant. How can I help you? It's Janelle, and she's like, Aubrey's having the baby. We're going, and she's like, great. That's so. Now Natalie knows that Aubrey's yeah. in labor. Matt has no idea what's going on because he's drugged. Um, they get to the hospital, Aubrey and Janelle, and we're told that Doctor Flickman is on his way. Um, even though we do not know until that moment that she decided to change back. Right. Dr. Flickman. And then wouldn't you say something to all of the staff as well at the Mm -hmm. hospital? Mm -hmm. Do not let this woman around my room. Yes. She's not allowed near me. (sighs) There's a lot going on in these next couple scenes here. Like, it, there, it was just a busy, it was a busy, busy time in this movie. Um, yes. So Aubrey's in labor. Matt wakes up in the sex room. Mm-hmm. He stumbles out into the hallway and like there's a gate at the top of the stairs that's locked because everyone has fucking gates like in their houses. Yeah. Um. <laughs> And then the snake is just there on the floor. She's just letting the snake roam free around the house. Well, I imagine I thought she let him out. Well, yeah, I know. But then she has a fucking rattlesnake. Oh, fair. Loose in her house. 
that's not something that's ridiculous <laughs> how is she gonna find it i don't know she's gonna have to make it mad first from far away <laughs> and then it goes chugga, chugga, chugga. <laughs> <laughs> um so <laughs> this is when we meet dr flickman oh my god he sucks uh aubrey is like terrified and she goes, I'm scared. And he goes, instead of saying, it's all right, I'm yeah. here. Like, we'll take You're in it. good hands. You should be. You're about <laughs> to have a baby. <laughs> like the worst bedside manner of all time. What the fuck, man? <laughs> Why don't you just start going over like mortality rates while you're standing? No kidding. Here? No kidding. It was so crazy. It was the worst. So man has stumbled into the nursery at Natalie's house and he sees all the ultrasound pictures with Aubrey's name crossed out and Natalie's mm. name written on them. Um, now, like I said, there's a lot going on. Natalie has taken Matt's phone mm. and she's in the hospital parking lot. She texts Janelle that as Matt that she wants to talk to her out in the parking lot. So come on out in the parking lot. Well, that's not going to work. Like <laughs> Janelle comes out thinking it's Matt and gets nailed in the head with a fucking tire iron. Yeah. That could have killed her. Yeah. I was surprised it didn't, to be honest. I mean, it's quite forceful the way she she didn't lightly do it either. Yeah. Um, um, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say Matt finally figures out how to get out of the house. And the only way he can figure it out is not to go down any stairs, but to jump off the balcony, which is not that high to yeah. be fair, but he does very badly hurt his ankle <laughs> and is he limping for the rest lands of lands on the little tiny patch of grass. Oh boy. Um, so Natalie is in the hospital now. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Flickman's like, oh, hey, Natalie, how's it going? I thought you weren't able to come in tonight. Yeah, he said the patient said you weren't available. So I that's guess that's also not how anything works. Right. <laughs> you come. I'm having a baby. Thanks. Bye. This movie. <laughs> <laughs> this movie. So then she knocks Dr. Flickman out with a tire iron. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you know who else I didn't like? The fucking labor and delivery nurse either. Waltzing in there, Aubrey screaming in pain. She's like, hey, how are you? Not great. Not great. She's way too okay, chill this is really interesting because as someone who's never given birth, I wrote that I thought she was doing a great job. Oh, my God. I just didn't like her, like, Midwestern perkiness. Fair enough. You know. I don't like fake nice people. That's I like fair. real assholes. <laughs> um, and then I did immediately change my mind because in Storms, Natalie wearing plain clothes, yeah. no gloves, and she's just ready to give birth. I mean, no, she's not. <laughs> what do you call it when you're in the deliver? Deliver. <laughs> um, and then she beats the shit out of the nurse <laughs> yes unnecessarily why don't you just send her out i know because she clearly has a violent streak in her that cannot I be tamed that is very true cannot be tamed matt is speeding to the hospital at this point aubrey 
delivers the baby. She has her baby. Mm-hmm. Matt runs. Oh, oh, go ahead. Just going to say that Natalie injects something into the IV. Yeah, so to like drug. Like, yeah. To drug Aubrey. Matt runs into Janelle, who is on a stretcher in the hospital, and she is flaming pissed. Oh. She's so mad at him. But How she's good, yeah. No, but she's like, Natalie is fucking here. Ah, go to your wife. It's room one, two, three. Yeah. How easy. Um, so he goes to her room. Aubrey is like crawling halfway out of the room on the floor, drugged mm-hmm. up. Natalie took the baby. She has a baby. And then um, they locked down the hospital, right? Yeah. The cops are standing in a group. Natalie opens the right door. Right next to, to the, the door. Yes. None of them look up. And they're saying, we have to look out for her. She could be very dangerous. I couldn't believe it. No one even looked up she just closes the door and leaves so ridiculous so the stairs are crawling with fuzz so (laughs) (laughs) i pictured that very literally and it really made me laugh when i realized how wrong my brain had interpreted that (laughs) so she's like well i'll go to the roof right Great idea. Nothing bad can ever happen by running no. to the roof. The no, building. not at all. Somehow Matt knows she's up there. He sees her out of the corner of his eye. Oh, and just okay. is like person okay. and follows. Okay, because I, I was like, how the her. fuck would he know she was on the roof? <laughs> that one time they had sex she was like i just love being on the roof you know what being up high is the best <laughs> so she starts crawling down this very janky ladder that starts breaking immediately with yeah, it's like bebe. missing a very important screw yeah and so Obviously. she's she's trying to climb down and matt is using the old reverse psychology on her he's mm-hmm. like aubrey's dead we're gonna be the best family <laughs> You, me, and baby. It'll be wonderful. Show me what it means to be a father. Show me what it meant to be a father. Now we see her flashback of her dad killing himself in front of her. Yes. And then she also hallucinates him being like at the edge of the building looking down at her. And he's like, hey, princess, I love you. at (laughs) At this point, Matt's like, grab the baby oh yes and the ladder has lost both screws and so she's just now hanging over whatever (laughs) your dad like a vision of her dad (laughs) hey princess (laughs) and then she's like i love you too daddy daddy." (laughs) and then it's like played like she falls accidentally but she had a really good grip on that bar yeah is she like I, on purpose? I thought she did it on purpose. Oh, uh, well, she screamed like she maybe regretted it immediately. Well, but probably. It was yeah. I mean, the thought of pain slapping into a giant, you know, concrete floor. Fair. Um, immediately now that she's dead, the cops run onto the roof 
they all three of them run directly to the edge, look over, shake their heads. And the one guy does the does like the cut it out. (laughs) Then we see Matt turn with the baby who is about five years old. He's so big. (laughs) And Matt is holding a giant baby. Oh, my God. It was nuts. So I then mean, he... I, I understand that like they can't use fresh newborn babies. They're fresh newborn babies, but like I just am you like get one of those creepy ass those dolls, dolls that looks just like a baby. <laughs> those are so yeah, they're terrifying, but it would look better. It than would eight month old. <laughs> so he gives the baby back to Aubrey in the hospital room. So the look she gives him. <laughs> she just looks like she wants to rip his face off. Um, he's lucky she didn't, but they are several weeks later, we see that they are separated. Yeah. Um, he's bringing the baby back after a visit and he's like, hey, uh, I thought, you know, next time maybe uh, we could, uh, you know, maybe uh, have a dinner together, you know, like a family. And she's like, maybe, but me and my cute ass romper, like yes. I'm I have a date with another with a dad who like knows how to not be a dick. That's what she should have said. That's me and my said. me and my romper are going out on a date with somebody else. <laughs> she had really cute overalls earlier in the movie. Oh my too. god, I know. I know. She was a little cutie. Um, um so they're split and I like it. Yes. Her and her and Janelle are living together, raising that baby. I really appreciated that she did not just yeah. forgive him because he Me saved too. the baby. I was like, Me yeah, too. fuck that guy. A woman like makes it pretty easy for you and you just walk right into it. Well, and I mean too, like a a pregnant woman's relationship with her um OB. That is like so vulnerable and like mm-hmm. I can't even imagine. Such a I don't know. I mean, like that's someone that they're looking at your shit and like mm-hmm. paying attention and, you know, responsible for making sure your baby is healthy along yeah. with you. And like, I don't know, that is just such a betrayal that both of those people like, <laughs> yes, they're both horrible. Lee. They were awful. I loved Aubrey, felt bad for her, and I was glad she wasn't with him at the end. Well, let me tell you that she looked really familiar. Also, I'm so sorry if you guys can hear that I'm very burpy today because I ate a giant Costco hot dog. <laughs> oh, hell yes. That's so good. Um, but anyway, oh, I was going to say that I couldn't figure out what I knew her from, but she's from my favorite Christmas Lifetime movie, The Spirit of Christmas. Oh, are we watching that one for? Yes, guys, we're doing a Christmas in July. So we're going to be watching a stupid Lifetime Christmas movie. It's going to be good. I'm excited. I'm excited. Well, I really loved this movie. It was a lot of fun to watch. It was packed. Every time I was like, well, certainly a resolution will be coming and nothing else crazy is going to happen. I would pause the movie and be like 45 minutes left. I know it was nuts. (laughs) Well, you know how there are so many of these movies we watch where we pause it and we're like, oh my God, it's only been 30 Mm -hmm. minutes. This one, I was like, it's, it's 
already or no it's like it's only been 30 minutes there's been so much shit like <laughs> no oh, it was crazy like i remember i texted you the first time i was watching it right around the midpoint and i was like i cannot wait for the second act of this movie <laughs> like <laughs> i am ready yes thank you to whatever book i was reading that mentioned this oh my god it was so movie. funny let me look it, it up because so i do know it's the babysitter's coven and i just want to look up the author because they're pretty cute we'll give a little shout out to kate williams (laughs) (laughs) all right well i'm gonna go downstairs and see what's going on with my foot yes please take care of your foot Mm, i will (laughs) Everyone else, please take care of your feet and the rest of your bodies. Take care of your feet. Try not to have sex with your medical professionals. Oh my god. God. Don't be monsters. And don't kidnap don't kidnap babies from the hospital if they don't belong to you. That is very rude. (laughs) (laughs) I really you cause a lot of problems doing that. It brings me endless joy when you call really horrible monstrous acts rude. <laughs> I love it so much. Like, don't murder children. It's very rude. <laughs> it's my favorite. Just, you know what? I'm just really big on manners, okay? <laughs> Mind your P's and Q's. All right. Well, guys, we'll be back next week. Um, take care. Watch this movie. It's really fun. Yes. And until then, have a good week. <laughs> Maybe we should Bye. come up. We should come up with like a, a thing to say. Eat your bonbons. Uh, I don't know. What do lifetime people do? Get hammered on your day wine. <laughs> every day once in a lifetime. <laughs> oh, I'll work on that. We need to work. On that. All right. All right. Well. Bye. Bye.